Welcome to the Afro Gamer Podcast, where we discuss everything gaming and esports in Africa. We speak to different personalities, pro players, the presidents of esports association, anyone and everyone who is into esports in Africa. My name is Ife. Today we do have guests in our midst, and um, I'll let them introduce themselves. So um, you can, anyone can go for it. Good evening, guys. My name is Oche Young Jolof, the Nigerian nerd Edache. I'm a content producer, content creator for YouTube, and I am passionate about nerd culture in Nigeria and Africa as a whole. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> nice intro. My name is Adeyemi Adesanya. I'm a, what do I call myself now? Jack of many traits. Um, I am enthusiastic about esports as it is. Very enthusiastic about sports. Getting sports being done properly, being run as it should be. I'm a sportscaster during the day. I also run a sports development initiative as well. Okay. Oh, sorry. Shall I continue? Okay, thanks. Shayola is my name. Lawyer, sports brainer. Um, yeah, sportscaster. Do I haven't done that in months now? Um, and of course, uh, co-founder Lagos Sports Forum. Um, yeah, I'm passionate about sports generally. And if we are adopting this platform, then here we go. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Well, um, I'm Adobe. I, well, embarrass myself on the internet sometimes. Okay, most of the times. I basically uh, do live streaming. Apparently, I'm a content creator. That's like what they like to call the official term. And I occasionally <laughs> remember to do my podcasts. And sometimes I talk some sense and sometimes I don't. Okay, most of the times I, let's pretend I do. And <laughs> that's what I do. I just make noise on the internet and apparently some people find it entertaining. Mm, okay, thank you, everyone. Um, the common, th the common thing with everyone here is content creation, and what has all brought us here together is esports. Um, we are all Nigerians, so I guess we can start with the question: What exactly do you know about gaming and esports in Nigeria? Ladies first. I think I'll I'll give that to Adeobi first. <laughs> of course you're going to give it to me first okay sorry because okay i know yes i did a podcast last week where i was talking literally about esports and a lot of things were said and a lot of us discovered some things and i know currently the situation in nigeria is for the lack of a better word chaotic because everybody sees the dollar signs and they're all seeing the blood in the sand and they just want to go in head first and they do not know what they're doing now as for players themselves in nigeria yes we have a lot of fantastic actually fantastic potential content pro uh, providers uh, content creators out there that do not know the goal that they have in their hands right now but they are amazing players but with you know with Nigel Wahala with no sufficient internet and no sufficient power but I know that there's a lot of grassroots associations out there but at the same time we don't seem to have a big centralized situation now that like I just said is more of chaos and we're hoping that something comes out of it that is going to be you know better and hopefully I hope that made a lick of sense Mm, thank you. Thank you, Ada. Um, Shayo. Um, yeah. Um, Esports gaming in Nigeria, I think um, 
is as, as not even uh, scratch the surface. That's that's my own insight about it. I don't think we even know what direction we want to go. That's that's because supposedly custodians of that bit probably didn't cut a cost, probably didn't drop a strategy. I um I I do a bit of spot marketing with all I do and I know how you need to have a strategy in place before you will go chasing the money. So if you don't have a strategy, everything will look attractive to you. And that's exactly what we saw. And that's why it seems like there's a chaos, just like um, that will be mentioned. So um, it's all over the place right now. We need to bring it all together. Or else everyone will run their race. Those who can get the price will get it. Those who can't, but actually so can probably look to do agriculture or something else. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, the Nigerian nerd. <laughs> um, yes. Okay. So for me, I think I am the most ignorant person here with regards to all of this. I, I only started learning about all this, um, all the drama um, as at last week when Adobe had me on her podcast. I didn't know that there was any movement. I didn't know that there was anybody trying to get money or I didn't know any of that. To me, it was non-existent. All we had were little pockets of people, the communities that I'm a part of, the video games that I play, League of Legends, um, Call of Duty, um, just the main games that we that you could get maybe 10 to 12 Nigerians on. Then all of you form your WhatsApp groups and you guys now make plans for when you're going to play on Friday night. Back then when I was active, by now, all of us are playing. And we're playing till like 4 a.m. in the morning. And that was my own definition of what Nigerian gaming and esports um, was I didn't know that there were any corporations or organizations, but um, apparently I was very ignorant. And um, now I am learning. Even now that I'm here, I have my notebook right beside me. I'm like, ah, let guys start talking. <laughs> so yeah, that's my that's my current situation with regards to all of this. Mm, okay, um, Adi, Amy. All right, for me, well, I, like I tell you, I, I'm learning every day about this industry and it's fair and shall do a great job of opening my eyes day and day uh, day to day on the possibilities and the opportunities in the industry and like every aspect or area of life nigeria is as usual hugely blessed blessed with talented people as gamers you know blessed with talented people who can put things together but as usual uh the system the country finds a way to frustrate them so what we're trying to do here is as much as possible play a role to ensure that this doesn't also go the same way every other industry in the country has um, has gone to Thank you. Thank you very much for that, Yemi. Um, I, I think, let me throw this to Nigerian nerd. Um, you said, you know, you didn't know XYZ existed. I believe there have been so many tournaments. The, the, no one mentioned, you know, an, a federation, um, an association, nothing. Okay. With regards to tournaments, um, I knew of, of Niger Game Evo. Um, but okay. then I mentally associated Niger Game Evil with fighting games specifically with regards to Street Fighter and Tekken. And um, those are mainly console entries. So, and for me, 
um, the mainstays with regards to esports, the biggest names in esports, have to do with gaming. A big part of why I ported most of my gaming to the P to the PC, sorry, not console. A big part of why I transferred most of my gaming to PC was because on the PC there was just this reach that consoles and this penetration that consoles could not have. For one, consoles consoles are already segmented. They are either an Xbox gamer, they are a PlayStation gamer, and then they are a Wii gamer. However, if you are a PC gamer, you are a PC gamer. Even if the game is on Mac and I'm on my Windows, we're still going to play against each other. So with regards to reach mm -hmm. and esports is so much larger on the computer. You have Counter-Strike, Global Offensive, CSGO, you have League of Legends, you have Dota, you have all PUBG, you have Call of Duty, and all of this is on the PC. So for me, I, I kept all my focus on these PC games. And because our internet is so bad, because Nigerians don't, if you are buying computer, you are buying it for, for Microsoft Word, uh, Excel, people are not buying end computers to come and play games. Um, I always felt like this community was non-existent or lacking. So there are always really few guys, just very few. And many of them, some are in Lagos, some are in Portacot, some are in Abuja here. And then we'll just find ways to just meet up on WhatsApp, make plans, and then we, we play. So I just associated the tournaments that we have. And even like many of the tournaments, Dave is not fighting is FIFA. And the FIFA is mainly played on PlayStation. So I just, mm. okay, esports is not, we're not there yet. We still need some... Um, so for the infrastructure to grow, then that it can we can start to have more and more people get in on different platforms. So that was my own take on it. I didn't know that we had any of this. Uh, uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Yemi, Yemi is laughing. Yemi, from what from what you've seen in terms of um, gaming and esports, and I keep saying gaming and esports because we do more of gaming than esports. So that's why I'm gener generalizing it now. So from what yeah. you've seen and from what you know, looking at the industry in Nigeria, you know, if, even if you think it's non-existent or, you know, some will say existent, how will you score the industry over, over 10? Ah, that's a tough one. Um, if it were being real, I think I'd probably say 2 over 10. 2 over 10 because I am aware that so and so structure exist whether they exist in a bubble or they exist in reality or they exist in terms of the work that they are doing i probably say two over ten why am i saying so up until i started gaming today you know i didn't know a lot of things um i probably only just play in my house if i have money i pay you know online and that that was it and then obviously with COVID and everything, a little bit of research opening my eyes to now see, oh, you mean this and this and this and this and this was going on? Of course, then that then made me see people like dogs and then other gamers that I've met in the in the period that um, I started doing gaming today. So I would say two over ten, and two over ten also because maybe is anything really happening? It's one thing to have events. It's another thing for the lives, the time, you know, the livelihood and what have you, of the participants at those events to have taken a bit of a turn, you know, whether pre, post, and during those events. So that's why I say two over ten. Mm. 
Okay. Add that to you. What, what will you score from what you've seen? <laughs> when you were first asking about the score, honestly, I was, if not because my mic was on mute, I was laughing my ass off. I'm not going to be laughing. And I can see why he's, I can see why Yemi said two, because honestly, there's some people that have done some really good work that they've, you know, they've pushed ahead. They've really pushed out. They've been able to make something of the community. But at the same time, when you see the, <laughs> The utter, forgive, because I'm going to swear, I'm sorry. <laughs> the utter bullshit that they have done in the whole governance of the thing, like, you know, the federal thing and the private company, it goes from me going like, oh, I want to give it a three, two for other people that have done well to like, I want to give it like a minus 50 because of the, <laughs> the, the you know, just, just because of the bullshit that they've done, just because of that whole, we don't even started something yet and they're already trying to make it like this whole corruption filled mess of nonsense. But on... On, on an honest level, it'd be around two, three, the same as Yemi said, because there's some people that have done really good. They have gone as far as they can for now. And as Steve, not even going as far as they can, they're still pushing ahead. They're still pushing forward. But right now, honestly, first out, I just said minus 50 for the nonsense. But for those ones who've actually tried, who actually tried and have pushed, you can say three for those, the mm -hmm. few that have tried to push. But if we're saying in general, it'll be minus 50. Okay. <laughs> Shayo, over to you. Um, well, for me, I, I understand Ada, for example, trying to comment those who have done stuff. But the question we should ask is, to what end were those stuff? Um, I wanted to say something, I don't, I, I, I don't want to say it. If... Please say it. No. <laughs> yeah, me and, um, do it, do it, do it. Do it. Do it. Let's see. Please. For, for, I'll be honest. No, seriously, for all it's worth, we've all put in a bit of time into some things while we were reading out our profile. I've done podcasting for 10 years, since 2010, from radio to TV. If you mention my name within the industry, even though I don't do the regular wake up in the morning and go and do a show on radio anymore. Like I said, I've not done that in months. My name will still resonate. So if we say we've done things, or if some people say they've done things in this esports space, and we can't, they can't actually be on top of the ladder at the moment, being dispensable, if we can put it like that, and I don't think it's, it's worth rating. It's still very amateur. And... For whatever happened at the federal level, like Ada um, is, and I know she, she sounded like she, she really, you know, pitied whatever might have happened to who she felt should be there. Like I always tell the guys, if they hear me, you would not go into whatever negotiations they went into and expect that you'll be crowned. They'll just put the crown on your head. Because politics and the intricacies of politics will still always happen. Whether it's sports, whether it's um, finance, whether it's agriculture, whatever it is, as long as government is stepping into whatever it is you are about to do. They were not going to hand you the scepter and say, oh, you've been doing it for 20 years. Take, be in charge. Federal <laughs> character was going to come to play. You can't put that away. It is Nigeria. If you understand those things, you would then decide not to dine with the devil and just hold your lane build whatever you're building and move on from there. So if I were to rate, like Ada eventually said, do not for our own reason, 
I would rate it, we have not even started, so it's not even on the scale. It's on the minor side if it's a graph. Simply, <laughs> <laughs> it's on the minor side, the X side. It's all crossed over to the Y side here. So, Ada, do you want However, to change your score? No, I said no. I said, like, I, no, I already said my score. I remember I gave you two different scores. I said minus 50, then I said three. So, <laughs> granted, the average of that is still minus something. I align with a minus, though maybe not, we don't, we may not share the same reason. She felt, you know. No, I don't, no, I don't feel, no, I don't, because you, you, I don't feel as the, I don't feel as the way you think that I'm saying, oh, this person has to get this, or that person has to get this. I cannot say who's like the most qualified or whatnot, but I can say yeah. definitely the people that are currently there don't know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> they don't know what they're doing. I'm sorry. They don't know. They, they keep thinking of it as a business per se for money and not, they don't know how the structure works. <laughs> But the guys who should have been there, they, they are misfortune. True, true, exactly. See, it was it was going into a battle, not even with a sword, not even with a UTC. I don't know if you guys are that strict. Ah, UTC. <laughs> Sorry, when I hear UTC, I hear I think Universal Time Coordinate. Uh, wow, such a white, yeah, such a white woman. I've been in England. I have been in England for a very long freaking time. I queue now, but I don't. Nobody forces me to queue. I just start a queue. I send you the picture of a UTC. If if you hold that and someone holds a gun, the person should be afraid. If you know how to wield it very well, they didn't even go with that. They went with a pocket knife to that battle where they were upstage. Guy, they went with spoon. With spoon. <laughs> where we're a doll ass spoon. Oh wow. Oh wow. Yeah. Um okay so um we're all content creators. Um I personally have noticed something it's a misconception. Many gamers when you speak to them when when they are, they're talking about themselves or how they are involved in esports the thing you hear the most is money. I want to win. I want to. I want to make money. Um, if there's a tournament, even before you even post it, if they have a feeling, the next question is, what is the cash price? Yeah. And from the from from my knowledge of esports, you actually have to be at a certain level to compete and win prizes. Yeah. You, you cannot. You cannot even be below the amateur stage. And be expecting to make money. You you know it's gaming first, then esports. Then you know you start to advance to things like um, university esports, then the proper club esports. But I I think it's so much of a problem now that every single thing now is I uh, you know even the minister was selling it as oh it's a business to start making money. How? What structures? What structures do you have? Uh, do you are you starting every gamer? Or anyone who is into the business response into you know training what it really entails and that is the misconception because um we look at ninja and we look at you know the host of others and we look mm -hmm. at teams and we see that okay ninja is making since 2016 till now he has made 40 million you don't know when this guy was grinding you don't know how he became amateur to professional and how many amateur gamers do we have talk more of professionals that were so money driven there's nothing wrong in you know having cash prizes for tournaments but when it now becomes the goal 
then I think we're taking the the the, the wrong foot forward. I don't know what you guys think about this. Um, Nigerian Ned, you are, you are looking up like yeah, sorry for the, sorry for the situation. What do you have to say yeah, about yeah, that? Yeah, I think the problem you've 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 highlighted what the issue is. The issue is it is where, where our priorities are completely completely on their heads. Um, yeah. First thing, first things first, is that as long as our infrastructure is what it is, there is no esports. All you are going to have are people renting plaza, renting hotel hall, <laughs> and then borrowing TV, and then getting one or two one or two PlayStations with their from their friends who come and put. Then everybody pays 10,000 10, naira. So if there are 10, 10 contestants now, the winner gets 50k. You you get 50k for putting everything together. You pay for the hall. You do. This is these are things that all of us have done. I'll mute your mic because I know you're laughing. <laughs> I'm unmuting my mic. Are you fine? Are you <laughs> like, even me. Do you know the tournament? Uh, the tournament that that Docs met me at. Docs flew from Lagos to Abuja. Oh, Docs is on the chat, oh, by the way. Okay. Yeah, we'll Docs read the comments. From... I just want yeah. the Nigerian uh -huh. to finish. Oh, sorry. Docs flew from Lagos to Abuja to come and play for a tournament to win hundred k. That was in 2016. That was when I met Docs the first time. And what were we doing? We were we we me and my my friends and I, the guy who started up the who got the whole esports thing running in Abuja here, to the best of my knowledge, he was my one of my best friends, and he was he, we partnered together to get the tournament together. We got a hall, we got uh, banners printed, we got IVs printed, we put it on social media. We told people, okay, come and pay. I think it was 10k. Dogs can can I can clarify. I think it was 10k back then. You pay your 10k, you come, then the winner gets 100 k Second place gets 50k. Third place gets 20k. So at least if you get came third place, you get times two of your 10k. That was the that was the sports that we were running, you know. That was our FIFA. And it was FIFA only because we know that if you tell Nigerians to come and play, come and play uh, CSGO or come and play something else. Or Pop G, they will tell you that they that, that they don't sabi down on a football with a sabi. So <laughs> as it, as and that was it until now. What is this? Almost five years later, all jokes aside, there are people that that is what they understand that when they think esports, that's what they think, and that's why your minister will come out and say that is a business. If you put your money, you get your money back because he's looking at it like buying and selling of pepper in the, in the market. <laughs> you know that if you don't, if you don't, invest, I don't want to choke. <laughs> If you don't invest, if you don't invest in infrastructure, and when we say infrastructure, we mean steady power supply and high-speed internet. If we don't have those two things, I'm sorry. This is this is the future. The future is is people coming to play FIFA in in one rented hall every every weekend. That's what that's what you have. Um. So interestingly, the session I was in before I came for this one was about the power sector and we talked about infrastructure. So let me just tell you, the likelihood of that improving is almost, it's like zero to none. So let's just leave it what we have. Now, the problem here is that I get what he is saying by saying that we, the thinking of all gamers is all about money, money, money. But the truth is, it's unfortunate that we haven't built the industry from the ground up the way it should have been built from the get-go. Now, just like in regular sports, the idea is what? Money. Or oh, if I play football and I sign for this team, my life will change. 
If I do blah, 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 there's a potential for my life to change. So that thinking has more or less been transplanted from regular sports, regular living to, you know, um, to esports or to gaming. Now, if we had a system where from secondary school level, you'd be playing gaming or esports and then you won prizes and you know that, okay, from playing from secondary school, you probably get a scholarship into university. That way, the industry is growing, is being built in an organic manner so far that you know that you've gone from secondary to university and then you can become a professional. But what you have is us just going through the motions and just believing that, look, the industry will fix itself. And then I'm like, okay, I paid 10K. I've made an investment of 10,000. I should be reaping 100,000 naira back in prize money when I win the event. But unfortunately, that approach is not sustainable and it won't grow the industry. That's why I have my issues with uh, the guys in esports Nigeria when they tell you they have over 80 teams, over 100 teams. And then I ask, what are these teams doing? What kind of livelihood are these teams creating for their players or their team members? What was the process you used in registering these teams? Did they commit some form of capital? Is there a financial um, requirement or regulation for these guys to own teams or for these teams to be part of eSports Nigeria? So we, we, we failed to build the foundation. And then we want to now start from uh, the from the third floor. So I think that's where what we need to start changing now. Take it back to the grassroots, from the schools, from the regular game centers, and then grow it accordingly across board. So we can then start having people like dogs who are quote unquote professional gamers. Okay, thank you very much. Hold that thought. Um, before I jump to Shayo, let me just read a few comments. Um, so we don't get, we don't have a backlog. Um, Oman last said, um, bosses, I guess he's saying hello to everyone. Uh, punchline, punchline. He said, good job. Bolaji flow here. Thank you for joining us. Um, Finyi said, the sport minister said he's open to learning how esports work anyways. Um, Doc said, hello. Um, the punchline, that's, um, Bolaji again. He said, good job. Makes sense. He's willing to learn. Real Nigerian gamers know they all know next to nothing about esports. Huh. Bolaji, they are watching. They will come for you. Um, he also he also said intelligent guys and girls on the panel. Oh, thank you very much. Um, good vibes. Um, let's see. Okay, he said Nigerian nerd is very educated and learned. Pretty impressive to see quality guys talk, not just chatter. Okay. All right, people are throwing shots. Um, Emmanuel, oh, sorry, not Emmanuel, I'm sorry, Samuel, thank you for joining us. He said everyone needs to be proactive. Uh, punchline is also referring to what Yemi said. He said 100 teams in Nigeria, that is very, very laughable. He said maybe um, PUBG mobile teams. Um, he said there is no single esports team in Nigeria. Don't let anyone lie to you. Those of us that have played on the world stage know I am Bolaji Flow Show. I go to evil. Don't um, Bolaji calm okay. down. Bolaji calm down. <laughs> this is not a, this is this is this is not about bragging, but I think he said something very, very interesting. 
and it just buttresses what um Yemi said, and I'll throw it to Shayo and Ada can um you know also attack that question. Do you think you know the term teams, esport teams? Do you think we have team? This is not about you just have a group of people that come together when they determine they play, but what esport teams means? Do you think Nigeria even has one? Um I'd say no. Um, and that's without disrespecting whatever the guys have, have done. And like like I said initially, you may have done many things. If if you say you have a team, we should put you on the same pedestal. And we're not saying you're probably matching what they've achieved or in terms of in, uh, winnings and all that. We should put you on the pedestal with the likes of Astralis, Fnatic, Face Clan, evil geniuses and all that if you're not doing scratching the surface of what those guys have done it's a big goof let's be sincere with ourselves in aligning with what uh, what yemi said earlier on education was meant to be the first thing even if the minister was going to set up a, a, a federation and he has missed that boss i don't know if there's a there's a new shadow that's bringing it his way again maybe they can retrace their steps if you don't educate, how do you build? If you don't educate, you don't do a bit of research on, you know, R&D, how do you know what foundation to put up on what you want to build? And that's, and that's the thing. So we don't have teams. Let's be sincere with ourselves. We just have, like, Nigerian Ned didn't come here and say he has a team. He said, me and my guys just come here. <laughs> <laughs> no he could have come here and say oh me and my guys we we have teams and we are doing this and doing that let's be sincere with ourselves that's someone who understands the nomenclature you should classify what they are doing don't overrate whatever you're doing it's just a group of guys a corporate brand attachment not to talk of sponsorship let's even just talk about brand attachment in any of the teams, 100 or 80 or 10, whatever number of teams we want to prune them down to. So I don't think we've scratched the surface in people calling themselves teams yet. Maybe they need to research, know what the guys out there are doing. Then they can now start building that team. And over time, maybe we'll begin to have teams. But as it stands in Nigeria, I don't think so. <laughs> I can, look, I cannot definitely say that I do know, but I doubt it. I honestly doubt that they are teams. And when I'm saying teams, I'm not just talking like, you know, your fighting buddies or whatever, because, you know, if you're doing tech and whatever, as long as you put in the many, many hours that you're, you're supposed to do for your skills, then you can consider yourself a professional. You could, but nah. But for in sense of like for FPSs, for like Overwatch, for like Call of Duty, for like CSGO, no. Because these people don't seem to understand they're supposed to be training. They're supposed to actually do actual training. Like they are going to walk. Like you're going to read your book. You read, you do your hours and hours and hours of training. You have your manager or your coach or whatever to do all that thing to, to you know, just like normal fo- athletes, just like normal footballers, like normal runners, they train. Can they honestly say that they're actually training themselves right now? Can they really say they're doing that? Be honest with yourself. Not just going to sit down in your house playing your game for like six million hours means that you're doing well. You can be playing legendary against the computer and still die a terrible death when you meet somebody in your first uh, live online match and they beat you like 16-0 because your dumbass cannot defend properly. 
so you know it's just it just goes to, do you, let's be honest do they really have a team do they okay like now okay for example like i was saying earlier with overwatch in overwatch they have different classes now if you i don't follow overwatch esports as i should but i know jonak i know jonak i know jonak is the best zenyatta player ever then that's as a support that guy can zenyatta for the for, let that will kill you as zenyatta and you have he's a support he will play zenyatta or he'll play mercy then the other was this guy's name was i plays genji i can't remember but you know that guy plays support characters he knows how to play support characters he knows which support characters choose if they give him hanamara he will play that if they give him uh normally he knows what to play he knows which character to play which character is best because he has learned the the level design yes i said level design he's learned the actual level that he's about to play he knows uh, if that they're being flanked on the right he knows where to go to on the left to do you know things these people have learned the map they've learned the dynamic the mechanics of the game this will be in my old places one guy if we had a hard game to test we'll give it to blake why because blake can see patterns more than any other human being he, if the if it's that level is unbeatable it's and blake does not beat it it's really unbeatable it's an actual bug but you see that is he's trained in that area to see patterns he's trained to see that can these people come out and say hey if they want to play call of duty now just on those one of those nonsense i don't know call of duty sorry i don't know the maps nuketown that's what i can think of they want to play there can they really play much do they do they have the skill can, do they actually know how to counter if somebody decides to, you know, do they know Do they know what they're doing? I'll just ask that question. Do they know what they're doing? Can you honestly say you know what the fuck you're doing? Can you? <laughs> okay, I think I'll stop now. Okay, so let me just show this in. Um, I interviewed the CEO of um, Watchmen Esports in Kenya last on the previous episode. And, you know, um, you guys can check it out. And he was saying something because I was asking him about team management. And he was like, you know, you should have teams in things in place such as there should be a contract binding that's one you should, there should be a contract binding in that contract you should state you know your practicing times everything is not uh, okay it's friday night i don't feel like practicing or you come up when i feel like man i just want to drink today and i'm not practicing and he gave an example that with his team his 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 team they all have contracts and when he checks up on them to say oh what are you guys doing today they'll say oh we're practicing on this map and, you know, we're trying another angle of our attack just in case, you know, our opponent has watched our videos and they've countered us. And he's like six hours after, he's checking up on them, just like, okay, are you guys okay? Do you guys need anything? They'll say, oh, they're practicing another map or they're practicing taking another strategy. And um, I keep, I, when he said that, I had to ask myself, uh, are the PUBG teams that we know, the, okay, the PUBG People that came together, like, since we are not calling them teams, are they doing that? Is the Call of Duty mobile team? Are they also doing that? I, and I think that 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 is, you know, a huge. Nigerian is shaking his head. <laughs> of course, they are not doing that. I can't shake my head for anybody to see. <laughs> Let's be frank. If if we were going to say they have a team, then that means we need every component that makes up a team, from the coach to the physio to the players. To, to, the, to the equipment that they need mm -hmm. to the equipment to the train to their um whatever they want to rent a flat a duplex so they to their hq where they get things done just like Ada said you come in there and you know you're soaked in for the next few hours training and developing strategy i was watching fanatic how they prepare for their um for for a competition the back the back end is crazy 
it's like you know going to that big stage of course they're going to the big stage anyways you know it's like going to that big stage and the the backstage they're all there discussing the coaches giving tips pointing out things and all that do do we have those things if we don't have it why would we say it's a team it's not possible is there drinking bodies now so your brother where they go pub to habi Bar. Okay, that's sorry, okay. I've been in England too much. I said pub instead of bar. <laughs> Nigerian net. Someone, 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 someone made a comment and he was asking, he said, what would, what would be your checklist for you to call a group of people a team in Nigeria? Mm, okay. Um, for me, there are three things that need to be in play. Um, the first one is the professionalism side of things. In other words, do we have binding contracts? Do we have... Um, do we have um, equipment? In this case, equipment could be a gaming house. It could be uh, 24 hours light and um, light and internet. But do we have things that that help these people qualify themselves as professionals? That's one. Two, do you have talent? So when you say talent now, we mean skill people who have invested time and have developed skill and then are now talented. It's, it's the same thing with every sport in the world, from fighting to football to baseball. You, there's some level of time and repetition that you have to put into anything that you're doing to become good at it. Then some people now have some skill, something, hand-eye coordination, fast reflexes, good mus muscle composition, whatever. In sports, usually it's reflexes. So how, how quickly can you coordinate your eyes with your fingers while you're tapping your mouse? How quickly some in Street Fighter 4 back then the, the people who were gods could do... So the average video game... I'm sorry, I have to enter nerd mode a little bit for this particular one. The average video game in the 21st century runs at 60 frames per second. So in other words, for every second for every second that passes, there are 60 frames that run. So in a game like Street Fighter 4 back then, there were things called one-frame links. So what a one-frame link was, was that in a frame of a second, you would find it, it, you would press your button at the exact time, the quickest possible time for an attack to come out. And you could do combos that the average human being could not do. Somebody like me now, I love Street Fighter 4. I played it for the five years I was out, but I could never do one frame links consistently. But then there were people in Japan, for instance, Daigo, who would do one frame link 10 times. If he did it 10 times, it would come out 10 times. That one now, there's no way you can compare. There's no, I can't, even if I played that game 12 hours every day, Daigo would beat me simply because the talent, the talent, the talent that he possessed, coupled with the hours that he had put in, it wasn't there. So now I've said two things professionalism, second thing, talent. How are you sourcing your players? I had Dr. Sid on my show last week, and um, the, one of the questions I asked him was um, the people that play on his streams, the people who, who are on his who are on the teams that he has playing for cash prizes and whatnot how does he find them and it's a really important question because as much as we're, we're excited for the growth of the of of this of this industry in nigeria if the talent is not there there's no there's no industry because you know we're not doing we're not operating in a bubble if we have people that are playing overwatch for instance in nigeria our goal overall is for them to go out of the country and represent us in the world tournament that is happening for Overwatch worldwide. But if it's still we'll say Abi Lagos, everybody in Lekki comes together every Sunday and then 
all of us to play. We now connect our computers and now start playing Overwatch. Whoever wins, other person don't win five k to play. <laughs> That is. <laughs> Thank you. And like it's meaningless. What really what have you accomplished? Nothing. So for me, it's it's those it's those it's those two things. So it's professionalism, it's talent. Then the third thing, the third thing is environment. How conducive is your environment for the skill that you are trying to for the industry that you're trying to grow? In Nigeria. I think everybody knows the environment is not conducive. In fact, all these problems we're facing, the environment now is not just the physical environment. It's the it's the public is the public sector, it's the private sector, it's the mindset of the individuals, it's the availability of lights, availability of water, of internet. So, and our environment is lacking. So for me, it's those three things: it's professionalism, it's talents, and it's environment. If you have those three things, you can create a team anywhere in the world. Um, thank you for that, Nigerian. Uh, let me just read a few comments, then I'll, I'll throw um, more questions out. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Okay. So Gigi Arena said there should be proper guidelines on how to build a team and let serious gamers put it to test. Uh, we'll come back to that, and Yemi would address that. Um, Navi TV said Nigeria is one of Africa's representatives to the Western world, so I am glad you are having this talk. I know things are looking a bit off, though I'm confident we can shape things up. Okay, so Pointline said, we already have FIFA guys, fighting game guys, COD, racing, ETC, all scattered around WhatsApp and Telegram groups. The players exist with the average skill set, but a proper structured organization will help. Um, Gigi said, thanks, Nigerian Nerd. Those qualities are active, but the sponsorship is hard to get because gaming isn't developed in their area. So this question goes to Yemi. For everything, you know, um, the Nigerian Nerd has said, uh, that would be as I said, about teams, all the checklists, because of, you know, the environment, some of them are not going to be possible as of now. So in our own way, and there's always this clap back they will tell you you know you can't copy what the western world is doing and do it you can't copy and paste it so in terms of nigeria africa what should be the minimum checklist to build a team or to have an ecosystem of gamers if i, <clears throat> I always say one thing you either go big or you go home this industry is too big for us to be acting like we're selling pepper or tomato right if you are serious about developing the industry then you need to get serious players to come in how am i talking about serious players i'm saying you want to join just like your regular football and that is one of the reasons that sports are regular football because people don't they refuse to follow the rules they lay down from the get-go so if we're saying all right mr man you want to start an esports team you should have a minimum of X number of players. They should have minimum of X number of times, you know, to practice practice their games. You should have, you should pay them a minimum sum of X, Y, Z as salaries. You should have a minimum of X, Y amount of money deposited with the federation or the association or whatever as your financial commitment to the industry. 
Now, what that means is that you need to structure the, the organization, your team, to have coach, physio, nutritionist, uh, social media, digital marketing, uh, commercial marketing, finance, everything. Everything needs to be set up from the get-go. So if I want to go into that industry, and I see that, yes, the entry barrier is high, I will respect myself now and play the grassroots where I know that I don't need to bother myself. Like Nigerian had said, pay 10000 win 100000 You continue to do that. But if you want to play at that level, you need to set, you know, guidelines. And such guidelines involve financial commitment. And in that financial commitment, you set out a, a roadmap of five years. And you're telling them, look, you have to get from point A to point Z in a five-year period. And that, those things, certain things need to be done. One of certain things is ensuring that the team is commercially viable. You get corporate sponsorship. You participate in X number of competitions, whether locally or internationally. You sign two-year contracts, three-year contracts with your players. You are provided XYZ kinds of trainings for your players. All these things, you have to set regulations. Those regulations have to be followed. The barrier, entry barrier needs to be high if we are serious about doing this thing. So we can, just the way in football, you have Division 1, Division 2, Division 3, you can create all the cadres. So if you want to play with the big leagues, this is how much it's going to cost you. You want to play grassroots between 10,000 and 100,000. It is imperative that that is done before we can talk of actually having pro players. So that way, the man playing in Okokomaiko has something to look forward to. So the guy playing against the guy Okomaiko says, yes, in two years, in three years, I want to be signed by a team that is in Lekki. And he knows he has to walk his way up. So he knows the pathway, you know, he needs to go through to get to that point. So the man that's also invested in the man in Okokomaiko knows that, okay, there's a path for me to follow before I get to the guys who are in Division 1. These are some of the conversations that need to be had. These are some of the regulations that need to be put in place before I even start talking about having this team, that team. Those things are imperative for us to drive the conversation and drive the initiatives. So people can talk about infrastructure, uh, internet. There's really very little we can do in that regard without structure. It is when we have structure, we can sit with these guys, the telcos, if you tell the telcos that, do you realize that, okay, let me give an example. You tell one telco, I tell them, do you realize that you have 10,000 Nigerians that play FIFA on your network? Of course, any telco that hears that kind of numbers will sit up and be like, wow. Then you cannot start talking of creating a gaming bundle. You know, so, so these are some of the things that need to be put in place. These are some of the conversations that we need to have to set things on the right path. Uh, thank think, you very much for that. Okay, Ada, go ahead. I think there's something, because I think what people don't understand sometimes with esports and whatnot is, at the end of the day, just, just because it has E in front of it, it still has sports at the end of it. 
it's still almost the same thing you do for sports. You have your, you know, you have your football academies. You academies. You're gonna have your esports academy if you want for FIFA, for CS:GO, for for games that you know compet highly competitive games that you know will forever be there. We all know CS:GO is going to be there regardless of whatever MOBA comes out. We know CS:GO is still gonna be there. If Overwatch is still doing the way they are doing, I think Overwatch is considered the fastest growing esports thing of all time right now because of let's be frank, the game is not five years old yet and it's been able to you know have this big command on the esports purse so you can always you can still just think of it i think we need to when we're going to all these old dogs that don't understand these new tricks we need to remind we need to remind them that it's similar to the old tricks that they know it's more or less the same thing just that you're doing on a virtual level you're not physically going out there to go and punch somebody's lights out or you know kick the football you're doing it virtually just like you train physically to learn how to play sorry to learn how to play a sport to learn how to run faster to learn how to hold your breath and you know control your oxygen levels you train the same way but in video games you train yes like uh, for, for you know just like you said that one frame thing if you've seen some videos of some asian uh, some japanese and korean players on pc because they actually have the camera on their on their keyboard and uh, mouse and you see the way their fingers are moving and at some points you can't even see shit anymore because just it just looks like a blur do you know how much hours that man put in to get to that level of crazy just like a surgeon has to you know go to school do all those years cut all the bodies do all this thing to be able to you know target things with pin, pinpoint precision if you want to be like the best footballer uh, virtual footballer out there you have to train so we should i think we need to tell these old people that look just because it has e in front of it it's still like your your normal sports it's still like your normal sports you still have to they still have to train they still have to do all this thing and like you said all the other things that everybody has said we, at the end of the day you need to treat it like an actual sport not just yes it's a money-making machine but you still have to train those people to make that money for you you still have to yeah. train that monkey to dance well yeah but if if, if we were going to use that as a, a comparison before shia talk the sports industry itself in Nigeria is really nothing to write home about. Aside, aside football, which is a hit, of, hit, which is a hit or miss. Badminton, badminton F nine, swimming F nine, basketball. Uh, ba- okay, basketball. They are trying C- now. C minus, C minus. Yeah, so they are not trying again, though. All over the place. Basketball is not trying for two years now. I haven't yeah, watched it, but to be honest, but, two years. But, sorry, no league. That's after Christie dropped twelve million dollars for a four-year deal. So we see yeah, Nigeria. If we were to but, go with Adasan, but no, think about the Shire this way. Think about it, Shire. One thing. Okay. No, just think of this one thing. Why is it that every time we will be third, fourth, fifth, sixth, whatever, the second our man mig- uh, migrates to the other country? Which was that camera? This Nigerian sprinter that went to Portugal. This man used to be chopping fourth and fifth anyhow. The second he Frank migrated, to... thank you. When he went to Portugal, nobody first and second, first, 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 first. Why? Why even was the it different? That, even the guy that went to Toronto, the I didn't expect it. He's 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 fast for North America. Yeah, exactly. So remember, at the end of the day, what happened is that. The infrastructure, you can say the whole training, he was getting the right training. He's not the one that is going to go to the uh, national stadium, whatever. Oh, yeah, let us do this thing. Uh, machine, no day. Uh, this one happened, happened. Uh, I, I don't fucking know what is happening. But, you know, they obviously, that's the thing. They already had the talent, but they did not have the, 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 the inf- not even just only the infrastructure, they didn't have the way to be able to use those, their talents to the fullest potential. They were, they were running on 60% in Nigeria. But the second they go to Portugal, not even just even Portugal, even any other country, self. There's, there's a lady that went to Bahrain, Bahrain and yeah. she she Bam. she ran 
the third fastest time in the 400 meters in history. So you see, that's the problem. She's not very proud of, you know, but that just tells you. See all that. You see all that. All those things that are missing in our thing that's making us run at 60%. And once we get somewhere else, that gives us the full potential. You know, like even England, I like to say they want to remove all the all the uh, immigrants. What the, the second they know you can run, all of a sudden you are Mufara running for them. <laughs> they waste time to give you citizenship. <laughs> the second they know you can, his twin brother was still in, in, in their country, and if he was so, so you know you understand. I think they they have the facilities. The second you go to a place that has the facilities that can cater to make you bring out your fullest potential, you come out to be this horse, this walk horse, this stallion, stop being this goat at the corner that they were leaving you there. So, you know, I think because that thing is still, it still matters. It's unfortunate that our, our country people are just so corrupt too much that they don't think, they never think about the country. They think about whoever's standing in front of them at the time mm. or about themselves. So, but no, just think, just think about why is it that the second someone leaves the country and does the same thing they were doing in Nigeria and do it elsewhere, they are now a whole lot better. They look like a whole new human being. The same thing applies in edu- education too. I know people who were third, second class, lower people here. Yeah, they get to the US and England, and they're making distinction on first class. I hate to point this out. Uh, come on, even our maths, the maths we do here is hard. Is hard, more difficult than the maths they do there. I'm going to tell you now. For someone who came from my A levels, they were teaching me things that I had learned in SS SS one during my A levels. And I said, I remember this one question I answered. The man told me the, the chemical does not exist. I just sat there and said, okay. People were not doing organic chemistry. <laughs> okay, okay, so let me let me read a, uh, let me read a few comments, then we we'll jump to um, content creation. We're almost out of time. So, um, Doc said the truth is in Nigeria, most people are looking for income first, and that's the truth. Um, Navi Esports said our coach for our Call of Duty team is a Kenyan, and um, he's a few steps away from setting up a team up to hit the Call of Duty league challenger series in the united states so surely let's go guys so navi tv is um um you know he's the friend friend to the house he he's pushing esports in uganda and you know he's 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 doing he's doing a few things um let me see if there are other comments okay so i'll fly to punchline he said interesting discussion meanwhile let's open a telegram group and gather all nigerian gamers then the team formations can start there. Else, it will be all talk, no action, like we always do in Niger. Let me just jump in. As a gamer, you should have no business with WhatsApp, Telegram, or what have you. The official gaming platform for chats. Discord. This is Discord. 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 Discord, please. Discord. So I like how everybody are, was on the same page with that one. Yes. So if you are serious <laughs> about, if you are, if yes, if you are serious about it, you should be on Discord. You shouldn't be giving excuses like, eh, because it's not a popular app, I'm not going to use it. Discord, you can break down different channels. Okay, COD gamers, um, content creators, PUBG. Everyone knows their channel, and they can they can go there and discuss. So that should be. The beginning part when you start the whole education of esports or gaming in in nigeria you should introduce them to discord that is where everything should go down not and uh, let's create whatsapp group whatsapp group should be for fun okay you know why community we're just going to talk rubbish there we are talking about serious gaming and esports it should be discord so for everyone watching if you do not agree i don't know what to tell you 
if if you don't agree, take it off with Adele. Be I think she'll be able to educate. She'll be able to tackle you better with, <laughs> with, with that. So no, let's no, like, to... this. No, this call is <laughs> highly useful. It's way way useful because, like you said, you can make different groups. You can have different chats in different sections. The people that want to go to this one, you do that one. There's some discords I'm on. The kind of because oh, I'm on many like European ones, the kind of levels at which they do the thing. I just sit down and go, I don't understand what's happening, but okay. okay I get what yeah. you So um, I attended a few weeks back, I attended the Dubai Gaming Conference. And the question the organizer asked me was, how come we don't know anything about gaming and esports in Africa? And, you know, it affected me as a Nigerian. And that was because we don't tell stories, we don't create adequate content and all of us here are content creators in one way or the other so shaya let me throw this to you content creation doesn't have to lock to esports even just gaming you should be creating content for people to see do you think there's a disconnect as to why they are not creating content because i understand there's the issue of light there's the issue of um internet but once again the excuse i the the my clap back to statements like that is on your ps on your xbox on your pc you can actually record your gameplay and later on even if you don't know how to edit you can always just upload it when you have data you stream data you you, you use data on social media platforms so you should be able to upload gameplay to you know your your, your social media platform so, you know, part of the education, what do you think we are not creating content? Um, well, I, I think people don't see value in it. Just like you pointed out, people just feel like I'm playing by myself. And I think I, I fall into that category. So I just play, I've been playing. I, I still play today. I had a meeting earlier on. I was done with the meeting. I'll stay with my brother. And we've been talking about, oh, we should be recording these things and putting it out there. Because content is content. It might just interest somebody. You might just even score a goal you can't capture again. That will be interesting to see, you know, or unlock something on FIFA from scoring a goal. I remember scoring one funny goal and they said I unlocked something with Messi. I didn't know what I did. But, you know, I can't capture that moment again because it's gone. So, content is content. And like you pointed out, because I was going to say, people now think content, major content is if you stream live. No, it can actually be something pre-recorded and you just post it out there and write a story around it. Very good copy with it goes with it and you're doing a fantastic job um there's a, there's a portuguese company Re replay or reply i don't know r-e-p-l-a-i two guys they got an investment what they do is take your content put it on their platform if it it's they get um generates income from uh, uh sponsorship and ad ad placement and they they, they sort you out those guys got a seed funding of 1.24 million dollars just last week Ah, Nigerian nerd. Time to time to upgrade. We need to push the content. They don't do live content. It's pre-recorded, so you can you know they can take from everybody, anybody. You send it to them. They put it on on their platform. They're Portuguese guys, so it doesn't have to be live stream. It actually can be pre-recorded. Put your nice, um, like I said, copy around it. Put it out there and just keep pushing and pushing. If people see that there can be value from it, which there is, I'm telling you there is now, then they'll go ahead and actually push content and create content. Uh, All right. Th thank you for that. I think Nigerian Ned has to jump on this one because, um, you know, when you talk about content creation for gaming, 
I think he's 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 one of the people you can always use as a reference. He would give you a gameplay. It could be a retro game you grew up um, playing, and he'll he'll tell he'll tell a story from it. And you guys can check him out. Nigerian, very very informative and educated. So what's your you know what name, will you? What's your full <laughs> name, Nigerian? Um, my full name is Oche Charles Edache. The Nigerian nerd is just the the name for the brand. Oh, Jollof Rice, I say, and that calls you. <laughs> he said, "Look, he first said it in his first thing intro. I said Young Jollof, and that's why I remembered every time." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so Nigerian nerd, you know your yeah. take on the whole um, content creation. Um, I won't lie. I won't lie to you. I don't have it figured out um i i believe i believe we should create quality content i believe the content should rival i follow as i'm talking to you now there's youtube in front my my day my nightly ritual since i decided to take this thing seriously is that for the last one hour before i i sleep very early one nine thirty but i work so from 8 30 till 9 30 i'm simply just watching content creators um, from the us and the uk and I'm not watching it for entertainment purposes. Um, I'm watching because I'm seeing their editing techniques. I'm seeing the topics that they are covering. I'm seeing their approaches to use of social media. And I just internalize it. Then I promote, I use that to promote my own content. So as of now, the channel has 19 videos on it. Um, God willing, every month I try to upload at least two or three videos. I have a nine to five I, and I have a very busy life. So I can't keep up with the kind of volume that these guys do. But I'll still get back to what I said earlier. I don't have it figured out because I don't have views. Um, I think the the view the video on my channel that has the most views has 1,200 views. And I have 1,200. I messed around with a lot of marketing, um, marketing websites, YouTube marketing sites. So I even paid money to get that 1,200. In reality, the best view, video of my channel is the first video I ever did. And that was on the history of gaming in Nigeria. And that has 600 and something views. So for me, um, I just create quality content because I'm, pr I'm proud of it. I don't want my name to be associated with anything that isn't great. So I won't put out anything that is subpar. But is it gaining traction? No. Is it going to get me money anytime soon? And by anytime soon, I mean in the next five years? No. Is it something that can... That will miraculously change my life one day, maybe by the grace of God, but in all honesty, from where I'm standing right now, all I have is quality content and nothing else. So um, and that's why I can understand why people are not attracted to it. They would rather play the games. But the thing is that if you don't create content, there's no, there's no nobody knows what you're doing. Content is what lets people know that, oh, there's this happening, ah, there's this community. Mm -hmm. ah. But people would rather play the games because at least if you win, you get a hundred k for this entry. <laughs> <laughs> so, my brother, um, just being honest, just being real, um, there, there's no real traction for it. It's, yeah, I'm just doing it because I'm proud. Of so, Ada, you are. <laughs> I, I you, knew you were going to call me. <laughs> yeah, you, you, your YouTube channel. You previously you've uploaded Nigerian videos that you know. They haven't. Okay, okay, let me explain so, my YouTube to, to everybody else. I've had my YouTube channel since 2006. I think YouTube came out 2005 or so. I had it a long time ago. I had it when Google did not even have YouTube. And <laughs> and from mine, I think when I first started doing it, when I had the channels, I noticed that, if you notice that my highest videos are like my Femi Critic videos, 
and I noticed that a lot of people were trying to watch the video for Bang 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 and True Dunda. They were trying to watch this. No, not True Dunda. This other that video. They were trying to watch the video. I noticed people were trying to watch it, but they couldn't find it. So I found the video and put it on YouTube. <laughs> I did that with a couple of other songs. I noticed had I had one taken down a while ago because I actually beat the record label by two years before they made their what? own YouTube account. So anytime they search Jill Scott's Cross My Mind, my video will come up on YouTube. So they struck mm. me down. Oh, wow. <laughs> but then I think after a couple of years, it was a few years ago, I became partner because I had grandmothered my way, as I call it, because I had had enough. I had over a hundred, I had over a million views by that time. So I, I passed the hundred thousand threshold they put that time and I got the thing. Didn't really make any money. Just like, just like, uh, young Jellof said because sometimes you can put all the content you want to put in there but there are other bigger people out there that can beat you to it but the thing is that although i'm not saying i put quality content no i don't i haven't i don't put anywhere near as quality as the nigerian nerd does because now the nigerian nerd has content i enjoy which is video essays he does well thought you know you well edited well researched video essays and he puts out there and that is my bread and butter if you look at almost all my subscriptions it's mostly video essays with video games and uh, movies and but for me later on when i decided to start taking this thing not seriously but semi-seriously was because my brother wanted to watch me play overwatch so i played it and if you see my very first um gaming video you will see that i had the comments like these ps4 and all that stuff and my i know my issue was that my schedule i don't have a schedule <laughs> i really don't have a schedule and when I, there were times i was really doing really well i was actually getting some views live and every time they found me funny, but they come back next week and they don't see me. Then I keep losing people and losing people. But okay, in my own area now, the only tits and bits I can give for you guys right now is, you know that there are actually websites you can get gaming review keys. I, I'm going to give you two. There's uh, Terminals.io and there's... Uh, sorry, yeah, Terminals.io and there's Keymailer.co. Those two, especially Keymailer, you can get way too many review keys, uh, more than you like. If you know the amount of times I get indie games that I've, I do not want to play, that they will just throw it at you and you go play. And now that I have a PC, they keep throwing more shit at me. But, you know, the things that you can, you can talk to companies. I was uh, I decided to try my luck with CD Projekt Red because I noticed everybody was having Cyberpunk 2077. I was like, I want to be on your streamer list too. I sent I went to their website. I went to their contact details. I found their content creator website uh, email and I sent them a message. And they responded to me back. And that's how I knew, was it Megarom? Megarom in South Africa is the, is the company that caters for streamers to Southern Africa and uh, Nigeria and Ghana and a couple of other countries. Yes, and how did I find out? I sent them an email and gave them my, I remember reading like, uh, a, and do you know what? You guys need to either go to Reddit, go to, there's Reddit um, podcasters, there's Reddit YouTubers. There's, re, there's so much information you can find and one of the ways that I've noticed with a lot of people during this coronavirus situation on Twitch, because I've been trying to stream more on my Twitch and to bring it up a bit, but it's not really going as fast as, I, uh, fast as I like. I noticed a lot of people, they all ended up becoming affiliated so quickly because they joined so many Discord groups. They joined so many, dis they joined so many Discord groups, chatted with other, with other uh, Twitch streamers, joined their groups. They start helping each other out. They do raids. Before you know it, within a week, they are affiliated and they have, <laughs> you're like, oh, wow. They make it look so easy, but it's not really that easy. Remember, that's not that's not the norm. That's just that's not the norm. The norm is you can be grinding for six years of your life and get pennies. All the years when I was actually a partner, I got twenty five quid. I'd even get the money before they removed my partner status because it didn't reach sixty. <laughs> so, wow. But you see that 
you can see and i was obviously not earning any money for the music videos because they didn't belong to me and like i know as someone who's actually gone to i've gone to the youtube um as in google headquarters in london because my 1000 apparently i get perks if i want to use them but you discover later when they give you they give you they tell you make good thumbnails write catchy catchy titles if you've ever noticed haven't you noticed all the t- titles nowadays uh tall girl reacts to short film or something, something like that they write titles that the algorithm can catch and make popular although with the youtube algorithm youtube algorithm right now if you're a youtuber i'm going to tell you now it's going to be fucking difficult to get money you need grace you need god you need luck or you need like miss techie i know that was it was an irelander who i remember when she started actually and now she's actually she's actually a decent she's a big she's a biggest youtuber now and she's able to get money and sponsorship because the whole thing is that what you have to do for yourself you have to try and build yourself because if you can build yourself on your social media on your everything i know some videos that so my videos that were making traction at the time lost traction during the apocalypse because Google goes, oh, my video is not ad friendly. You just told me I can play a violent video game, but you just told me I cannot play the violent video game because it's violent. But you told me I could play it. <laughs> you know, it, there were some silly things that were happening. And of course, by the time we all lost it, if YouTube is not making money from you, they don't care. Oh, I will type out the thing later. Yeah, no problem. Um, the things that at the end of the day, you have to keep grinding. You have to grind. If you can collaborate, collaborate. Keep making good content. You can try and trick the algorithm and start making some questionable content. But would you be happy with yourself? Okay, maybe you'd be happy if you had hundreds of thousands of pounds. But, you know, that's relative. The thing is that at the end of the day, you just have to keep continuing what you're doing. If you make a good enough name for yourself, remember, you don't need always the views. If you go to the right sponsor and they see they like your content and they believe what they are doing and they can do something for you, they can also advertise you they also market yourself but at the same time if you're going in for money better know that the money is not going to come out immediately and if you really want that money you have to work you have to you have some people stop doing their nine to five they do this full time to get this thing to get to that level because you need to know that because like i know what my issues i am lazy i cannot be asked to do stuff half the time and i'm doing and then i do stuff like oh that's fun but i forget my stuff but I know where my weaknesses are. I know where my strengths are. If I want to actually work on my weaknesses, I can. Like for me, I do a combination of live streams. I do a combination of I've not done some walkthroughs in a while and I really do need to do my reviews at some point. But I know I used to do walk walkthroughs. I know I did for Horizon Zero Dawn. And in Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, I remember there was one of the comments that made me really happy was there was one particular, because um, I have the Hunter Lodge v- videos up there, except the first one. And there's one video, the person goes, and they were thanking me simply because they said they've been trying to do this thing for weeks. And my video showed them how to do it in three seconds. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, thank you. It's like, yeah, I did something good for somebody. But I provided that. And sometimes if I want to do walkthroughs, usually walkthroughs work if you get the game early. Like, say, if you're going to get a review code, which I'm not going to get for a big one, so I have to do a pre-order. If you can get the game early and beat the first to put it out now i if i'm doing okay i'm not doing i don't play the last of us 2 but i can't imagine trying to put out the last of us 2 and i have angry joe putting out the last of us 2 i have jim sterling talk about the last of us 2 i have uh what's his name i can't remember his name i'm sorry <laughs> i have all these big youtubers bring up i'm not i know i'm not going to get a piece of the pie i know i'm not going to get it i'm too tiny but now if i advertise to my local people to my Nigerians, because I love these people on here. They know, they know me. Uh, these people. They know me from Nairland. They know from me from Nairland, or they knew me from the WhatsApp groups that I joined because of Nairland. 
and I put out a video and they go, okay, Adobe's doing this thing now. Oh, okay, let's... But yes, they'll sit, sit, sit down and watch. The ones that have good data can watch me on Twitch even. The ones that don't, they'll watch me on YouTube. They'll sit down there. We converse, we smile. I'm happy with my two, three, four people that are coming. I know I might get more people after the video as we put... And I know some of you cheeky bastards will go and download illegally and not give me any views whatsoever. But, you know, I have... A, I already have my own community. Could I expand on my community? Sure. If, if I'm giving them a proper timetable or what to do fine but sorry if i'm rambling but at the end of the day you just have to know you are going to be pouring your heart and soul soul out the people that have asked me for links i will try to put the links up on my pieces i should be able to do this soon and if you're ever in doubt go to any single company you think of go to their contact details and i kid you not go to contact details go to press yes you are considered press as a youtuber the day i discovered that because i had a thousand subs they consider me as press i can go in and say i'm press and go and try and get stuff but remember they're all levels for because some companies they don't mind having smaller groups but at the end of the day you just have to be consistent you have to make i want to say you have to make good content but to be honest you don't really necessarily have to make good content everybody remembers everybody remembers linda keji now have you all forgotten what her blog used to look like before mm. with the free blogspot.com but people went there because of the information she was giving the, the information she was giving at the end so they weren't even concerned about that the blog did not look pretty they all just want to hear just now the log blog looks a bit more it looks prettier than it look, used to look before so sometimes you can still you can still do good con yes it's preferable to do content you can do shitty content there's a lot of shitty content that makes numbers on youtube but if you want to say you want to try and play the youtube algorithm then you're yeah but all you can do right now is make the best content you you enjoy make content you enjoy don't make content for that make content you enjoy because there's no point at one point even if you're making the money if you're making content you do not enjoy there's no point in it. You will not feel it. You will not feel that happening. You will not feel, feel it. So make content you enjoy. Engage with your audience. Always engage with your audience. And you don't need to do live videos. You really do not. You can do... In fact, you don't even need to do edited... You have seen my videos. I don't even edit... You know I don't edit this, edit at all. I will, if I do record, I'll record. And I'll, you will at least start talking because all of you said you wanted to hear me talk. To explain stuff with commentary. And I do that. Because you, you don't need to do a live video. You don't need to be playing call of duty all the time you already know i cannot shoot for shit you know i cannot aim you know that you but you can play interesting games that can bring in your 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 audience you put, some of you know that i play some weird ass games if i decide to show you put, i start playing the weird game if it's too much for people you say you don't like it i change or i might not change depending on how i'm feeling that day but just be able to just give consistent content make sure you have a schedule stick to that schedule if anything goes wrong with the schedule or whatever inform your audience because look there are people that are out there who actually want to listen to you. They do. They want. They are there. Even if it's only one person, that one person wants to hear what you're saying. Like if the Nigerian does not give, bring a video in within two months, you know for a fact I was asking on Twitter, what are you doing? Mm. I was That's asking, you, what are you That's doing? True. I was because I want to see it, and I once I see it, I'm like, yeah, he's up, he's up. I'll go on WhatsApp. I'm like, yeah, he's up. I said at one point I thought I was your official PR person. <laughs> your videos so i hope i've not rambled too much but you just have to be consistent and do what you enjoy because forget forget unless look unless somebody's going to want to say they'll pay you one million naira or whatever you want to do then okay you might open your ass more and do what you might not enjoy but if you're doing that remember at the end they just remember yourself because you have to be consistent because like nigeria look eventually that thing that thing can hit and if you know what you can, and with the way this whole global village thing is, you don't know who you can meet or you can talk to on the internet. 
I know because of the podcast I did last week, someone said I should go and talk to the Mr. of Utah uh, and sports. I said, you, ma, are you high? But, you know, but you know what? If, but that's the thing, you can always talk to, you, who's, the worst they can say is no. This is always the thing I always remind myself at the end of the day. You can talk to anybody, the worst they can tell you is no. The worst thing they could do, the, the only bad, is the severity of the no. That's how bad it is. You can yeah. always still talk to these people. And if you show them the content you have, remember, even if you don't have anybody watching your content, but if you have good content and you show them this is what you do, this is what you can provide, this is what, this is your, you know, this is who I am. I am here and my content is the shit. So what's up? You know, <laughs> maybe do it with less gusto. But you know what I mean? You just have to have that because I, I am not, I, I'm going to be honest with myself, I don't see my content as the best thing. I, I believe, yes, I have funny moments and whatnot. But I know my I know my strengths lie with me just talking and being an absolute idiot for like ten minutes or more. But at the end of the day, because I keep repeating the same thing, because it's still the same thing, is consistency. Do what you enjoy and build your brand. The more when you build your brand yourself, remember you don't always need to start looking for someone to help you. You can go and help yourself by looking. You can go and help yourself by finding the HR department. Yes, I said HR department. HR, it might be HR department or PR department or marketing department, whichever one. If you're not sure, go and Google it and look at the meaning and pick which one. Whether you talk to them through LinkedIn, whether you talk to them through Facebook, whether you talk to them through Twitter, you can use all these facts. I, at the end of the day, I'm going to embarrass myself and talk to the Minister of Youth and Sports at some point. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I will do it. But, you know, you show them this is what you have. Because if you can show them and they can see what you have is tangible, you can do fantastic things with it. So, you can st- remember you can still keep building and you can show them this is what i've built in this short period of time this is what i've built now yes because even if you've just had 30 subscribers coming you're like oh my god i got 30 subscribers, 30 subscribers is, is not it's not being so okay so let me just um read through a few a few a few um um comments um Stephen Moses said, I have a different view um, to Adeyemi's view. In Nigeria, broadband is only good in Lagos and probably Abuja. Why would an investor put money into something like esports that he can't see good financials? Um, um, can, I, um, that... can I respond to that? Yes, you can. Go ahead. Okay, so I said that if, for instance, you approve, you approach uh, any telco, and you show him or her numbers. If you say, for instance, Nine Mobile, you say you have ten thousand gamers that play FIFA on Nine Mobile at any one time, I'm sure that in itself will make them think and be like, "Oh, you mean there's actually a market that plays the games on our network consistently." That will make them think. Let's for let's forget the fact that whether it doesn't work well in some areas. We're talking generally here. If the numbers are right, these guys will make investments in that direction. Um, Punchline said, in my opinion, streaming and content creation is a joke in Nigeria. Let's actually play game first and get monthly competitions running. That's the starting point, in my own opinion. He also said. Discord is successful in USA and Europe doesn't mean it will be successful in Nigeria. The operating environment is different. The average Niger gamer is sitting comfortably on WhatsApp and not Discord. 
Oh, that 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 is it. That that I I really don't know what to say to you about that. But WhatsApp is not going to help any gamer. Trust me about that. If you are going to, if you want to collaborate, if you want, it's really it's like you as a gamer. Let's let's just say an example. You're a gamer. You know your gameplays are lovely. You reach out like I don't say. You reach out to someone on LinkedIn or you reach out to someone. Uh, what's it called? You reach out to Sony or you reach out to this. You can't tell them. Uh, uh, let's chat on WhatsApp. They will. They will definitely look at you like what? So yeah, we, that, that that is something Nigerian gamers have to unlearn and relearn. WhatsApp is not the gaming application for chats and anything. People have conversations on Discord. Game teams, esports teams have their, their their channel. They're not on WhatsApp. You can't say, for example, uh, we're team Nigeria shooters, and you not be saying, okay, all our followers come to WhatsApp. Are you? Does WhatsApp take five thousand gamers? Will it take five thousand fans? No. So I, I disagree with you on that. Um, let's let let's just um, round up with this question, and um, anyone can go at it. We've identified what we think we are. We've given a scorecard. What is the way forward in terms of gaming and esports in Nigeria, content creation? What do we have to do first? And, you know, everyone can take turns to attack that question. Um, okay, yeah, please start. No, 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 feel free. Um, like I said, education is key. Um, I'll make reference to the Lagos Esports Forum. And we basically highlighted our objectives to be education, engagement, and empowerment. And if you look at the trajectory, when you educate, everybody knows what slice of the pie they'll be picking. Because even as we're here now, we just talked about 1% of the value proposition or the value chain of esports. There There are so many other things. So, so many other things. You may not actually succeed as a gamer or succeed as something else maybe as a shoutcaster or something else so that's another thing people need to understand so many of us growing up wanted to play football we didn't end up playing football but i talked football made good money for me still making hopefully but you know there is so education is key when we are done with education which is a continuous process in itself when you build it to a certain level you can then engage engage will be Okay, let's start setting up the teams. Let's start playing competitions. Okay, let's talk to stakeholders. Okay, let's seek affiliations and all that. Okay, where's the where's where are the investors, venture capitalists, and all that? Then that leads you or fits into the empowerment. So, if there's anything we need to do with our esports, I'm not saying follow our own objectives, but I just feel that trajectory. If you follow it that way, esports in Nigeria would actually move to the next level. Rather than us just having people playing and playing and playing, then what next? What else? You know, people, do, people don't even know. You know, we do, we don't even do a, enough research to know what's happening in other climes. Before the whole COVID and all that, Dubai hosts tournaments in the mall, steady, and people win money. Is that something you consider? You can travel to go and do. You weigh the options. Look at it. That's where strategy comes in, you wait and say, okay, if we invest, how much is a flight to Dubai? Less than 250K return. 
if we invest and take two people there, what would they win? Okay, hotel spending and you know movement and feeding. What would they win? These are the possibilities. Those are things you would you know put on the table and you say, okay, as a team, we're going in there to do this, and you publicize it. And let me also add, and this is very important for everything that's been done in esports for the last few years, neglecting the media, the sporting media was a major goof. If you're gathering two people and you feel it is something that needs media hype, media promotions, and you haven't done it, then you are only winking in the dark. And that's why esports is in the state it is at this moment. Whether we're the guys who started out and the way I see the guys who may be taking the reign of so-called governance of esports in Nigeria. If you keep neglecting the media mileage you can get, that won't even help you when you go out and say you want to seek sponsorship. That won't help you when you when the when you know talking about the international uh, um, uh, partners you probably can attract. So those are key things that people need to actually you know work. We need to work on ourselves before we even come out and say, "Oh, I'm all suited up and I'm ready for this." When we get that right, then we'll be able to move. Okay, thank you for that. The Nigerian nerd. Yeah. Okay, for me, um, I would say that, okay, first of all, we need to to define in broad terms what it means to be um, to be a professional. And when I say professional, I mean it's in terms of, of esports. And um, so, like, now, what is a team? What is an esports team? What, what, what stops me from waking up tomorrow morning and just deciding that I have a, an esports team with five different people there's no back there's no track record nobody knows how many tournaments people have played nobody knows their gamer tags you can just wake up tomorrow and just decide that you have a team so the reason why i feel we need to define what a team is we need to have guidelines literal guidelines that you you register your team you specify what you what whatever it is that your players have done their, their their track record their wins their losses you put everything there is so that we can develop some form of amateur league not even professional just amateur so that there's a proving ground for people to come and show their skill and their talent the good thing is that if you have talent and you have skill then numbers will naturally grow over time and if numbers grow then you can make it a case to whoever it is because at the end of the day numbers are what determine money is a numbers game if you can prove to me that 1000 people will buy a product and what i was and i didn't know that this was previously possible i would definitely invest in you so if we have amateur leagues you have mini leagues in lagos abuja portacot benin wherever people that play fifa people that play street fighter they, they have their lo their local tournaments and then they now have the amateur scene for the country and then it builds up from there you can now start making cases to the telcos and say look oh, we need um, subsidized gaming pa packages for XY people because these are the numbers that we generate. We have people tuning in to watch this particular guy play. Last last finals that he played, we had how many how many thousand viewers on Twitch? I just feel we need to start from the ground up. I don't look at it like we should have professional gamers from the start. Let's create an institution, something that people can pass through and grow with time. You can look at this person and say, ah, in 2016, he played versus uh, Oche Dache in the finals in Lagos. And you can even pull up the video and show that, ah, look at what he did back then. Now, this guy has been playing for a while. Then you can now say, okay, now let's make this guy a professional. 
it's a model this is i'm not saying this because i'm smart it's a model that even for instance fighters boxing you have the amateur league that the boxers fight in and I'm, a boxer can have 150 amateur fights before he gets one pro fight many of those amateur fights he's not paid for them but the good thing is that when he does step on the pro stage he's battle tested and he's ready and people he has a track record that people can refer to let's start treating it more than just me and my friends play in my mother's sitting room every sunday afternoon let's start treating it like something that has a future and people can grow through that's my an amateur league and let's define what teams are I think Yemi should go because I want Ada to attack one question they throw in the chat. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll let Yemi go for this because it has to do with Discord. That, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Shaya has spoken well. Uh, Nigerian as well. And I agree with everything that they've said. Structure is important. Education is important. Empowerment is important. And most importantly, it's also important to grow uh, the process. The process involves taking it to the ground, ground to the grassroots, to the lowest of the lows. Why am I saying so? One of the mistakes the guys running the scene today has made is they somewhat think that the gaming industry is an elitist industry. For me, I do not agree that it is. I do believe that there are guys in the looks and credits of Lagos, in Shomolu, in Bariga, in Oshodi, in Okoko, that play these games, and they play well. But the problem is they don't have the opportunity to come to limelight, to be seen by everybody. We need to create that conveyor belt that allows those talents be able to make good use of their talent, be able to probably provide a livelihood for themselves, for their talent, for them to pass through that conveyor belt and eventually become professional. We also need to take it to the schools, secondary school, university, then, you know, create all those cadres that can eventually, after we commission those cadres and we pass through, test them adequately. We can then start talking about the professional scene where people have, if you are talking about like uh, the Nigerian mentioned boxers, most professional boxers, one of the first things you hear when they try to introduce them is that he's an Olympian. He has a gold medal in the Olympics, a silver medalist in the Olympics. There are very few that make it in the professional stage without an amateur background. Going to the Olympics, Commonwealth Games, and what have you. And I think that that model is what we need to, you know, adopt. I, I remember having a meeting with the Nigerian sports people, and one of the suggestions I was making to them is us having something like a draft day for gamers. So when we finally get over the madness that we're in and start commissioning teams, how do so-called sports teams get their players? A draft is one of such ways, you know. So we need to put the conveyor belts in place that the structure will work in line with. That's my take. Yemi, thank you very much for, for that. Um, Ada, there's a, com there's a comment here about um, okay. di about Discord. Before, <laughs> yes, before before you um, before you give your closing remarks mm. about what what next. They are not agreeing that um, uh, um, 
Discord oh. is the way forward. That, no, Balaji that, is not know, agreeing that Discord is the way forward. I'm reading it. Yes, <laughs> and um, I think um, Uzoma started that conversation that you can't just dump Discord on Nigerian gamers because one, it's not, you know, it's not part of our in quotes lifestyle in terms I'm of sorry, communication. Just to remind people, WhatsApp was not part of your lifestyle either in communication you made it part of your lifestyle it was not part of your lifestyle until whatsapp decided to become free then everybody now started using it so just like then when you were all using your text because i know even for skype was not people's lifestyle at all i used to be like the only nigerian that had skype i said oh, you people come and use nobody's that using then whatsapp happened and viber and bbm they were not part of your lifestyle so you made them part of your lifestyle so change your lifestyle because right now i'm in whatsapp groups yes i am in whatsapp group and we whatsapp group with you balaji self and whatsapp with a lot of you now in there but let's be frank half the time is everybody talking uh, games i know there was one whatsapp group i was on that i had i had to leave because at the end of the day barely talked about games and in fact it was one i'm not going to start my life as a woman in these things but they don't talk no but if you're on discord you in discord there are areas the things that because people don't try to use it anytime any of the black spaces in my discord are all the nigerian uh, based ones because nobody using them including my own because me i'm still trying to learn how to use my own but i'm trying to make it there the thing with discord unlike whatsapp you cannot separate groups you cannot go in sections in whatsapp to say you want to talk about this thing in particular we're all sitting down in the same melting pot talking about stuff then i will now talk about okay this game or half the time people know that so i just start randomly talking and you know me <laughs> but if i if you're on, on uh, the discord you can go to the section and go, this is for the fighting section. In that fighting section, you can make a subsection and go, this is for the uh, tournament section. In that subsection, you can make a voice chat to go, only go in when we're having a tournament. You put, you can even put permissions of who to go in, whatever, unless they have things. That... There are so many things you can do that you cannot do with WhatsApp, that you can do with Discord. So I hate to point it out, just like, I, like you said, it's not your way of life. WhatsApp was not your way of life 10 years ago. So you made it your way of life. Go and learn because unfortunately whether you like it or not discord is the way to go because on your because now that i do my thing on my pc if i'm doing anything on my pc i do the chats to the discord if i want to join miracles uh, uh, uh when he's doing his twitch live streams i just jump into his discord i have permission to jump into his discord chat during his live streams and i can chat i cannot do that on whatsapp i have to go he has to go get his phone i'm going to put earphones underneath his headphones to do all that to do the conversation but we're just chatting in fact a lot of comp- a lot of uh, consumers have been complaining that there's no discord on playstation and xbox i don't know about xbox but i know for playstation and without that being there that makes it a whole lot difficult but before before playstation expanded to 16 players for party it used to be eight in fact it used to be six i think it was eight and i 16 and anytime i had to do boosting groups with people on overwatch or when i want to play with boosting we had to play had to get like 12 people we only had eight so we had to use discord and i used to have to use my earphones and leave my discord or my headphones to be able to use discord because there was no discord on ps4 so discord is what are you discord unfortunately for you has been made specifically for gamers it's been made for gamers that's it it's made to work another, for gamers another, to do that thing. Another thing about Discord, right? If you are playing a game and you have Discord on, Discord can overlay on the game sound so that if you are trying, maybe like before League of Legends thing have in-game chats. So if you wanted to chat with your team member, teammates and coordinates, you had to have Discord on. It would now overlay itself on top of the game's audio. Then you and everybody who is playing that, that particular match on your team 
can now coordinate as long as they had Discord as well. Nothing else offers you that kind of flexibility. Exactly. Nothing it's it, it's it's built to make gaming easy. Exactly. That's it. It and if you're gaming on PC, it's even a whole lot better because it's not on the consoles. But so you think just like you said yourself that it's not your way of life. It was it was WhatsApp was not your way of life before. You can change your way of life. Just like you are not doing the same things you used to do ten years ago, you learnt and did something better. So go and learn. Okay. So closing remarks, um, Ada, for what what next? Um. Yes, we did. Okay. What next? We definitely need a whole. We need a grass. We need a proper grassroots situation. As I said, situation. We need that. Just like uh, Yemi said, that conveyor belt. You start from the amateur, and even uh, sorry, a young jellyfish is always every time my head goes there. The same thing. Oh, they all said you have. They have. You have to start from somewhere. You're growing. You're growing. And like I said before, whether we have to even have esports academies or something for different things if you want that we can do. Because at the end of the day, if the government is not going to do well, you can do for yourself and bring it out to somebody else. Jay, you know what spec when you said that one? That he was all the company was listing the companies that he has been able to get things with, and that he's currently in talks with now. And because when they ask him, because they would definitely ask him, who you know, what are, what numbers do you get? They will ask him for those his analytics. They will ask for those things, and he shows them those things. And if he shows them that he, he's proven time and time again that he can do this, then they are willing to do stuff with him. So at this rate, because all of us now we're almost all doing single play, uh, single player mode in this thing now. So we have to grow from somewhere. We have to show them. We have to keep growing as we're growing. We will be getting accolades, hopefully. Hopefully, and you know, you're able to. Sh- if you fail on something, you learn how to do it. You get better. You do it. And at the end of the day, you yourself can carry yourself and go somewhere else to apply your trade. And if you're fortunate enough, it works. If not, you learn and move on. Learn. Mm. All right. Thank you very much for that. So everyone, in one minute, there has been a a question to that everyone that. You know, all this is grammar that we're blowing, and you know it's time for action. So you know, let's use this opportunity to, you know, let our viewers and listeners know what is our contribution. So it's not like okay, you know, we're just talking. What are you doing? It's a way to say what your contribution is to the potential industry and how they can connect with you. So I will allow everyone, you know. It's 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 an opportunity to even market yourself. Like, okay, this is what I yeah. So Shai Olabi, I'm giving you the mantle to start with this one. What's 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 your contribution to the industry? my contribution. My contribution, like I said, comes to the objective of the Lagos Diversify for those who haven't chosen a career at all, which are the young ones which we're talking about to actually 
we know that there's um, something else standing there and that's why we are all distraught with the fact that um, the mess in sports is coming in sports because with that we may not even be able to you know get that kind of value we expect to get about it. so all in all we have to really educate engage and empower and with that we believe that we'll be turning out the best of talent that will become what leaders okay thank you thank you very much for that yemi well um my team, one minute one minute please one, one minute, minute okay. yeah. my plan is not any different from shios um as being a member of the Lagos esports forum uh education is very critical uh building structures is very very important and in building structures is having a cohesive approach towards media marketing education r d um, players and gamers relations so we will be doing a lot of things in that direction we will be having activities in that direction games competitions in all spheres for me I, I i look at this sector as being divided into three mobile gaming console gaming and pc gaming so we will be working towards having um situations competitions, engagements, you know, activations across the respective subsectors to ensure that activities and funding can come into this um, uh, this industry and then people can start building their lives around a working uh, industry. Okay, all right. Thank you very much for that. Um, the Nigerian nerd. Um, okay, mine is very simple. Um, I, I, have, I run a YouTube channel called The Nigerian Nerd. Um, we have we post out new videos every week and we focus on everything with regards to nerd culture but uh, we're heavily biased towards gaming so the videos that we produce are mini documentaries nerd um, mini documentaries uh, video essays um, reviews um, previews games to look out for for the month esports news everything really um, I record I record I script, I soundtrack, I do the lighting and production for every episode. And um, it's a small channel. We only have 257 subscribers, but I can assure you that if you're in Nigeria and you're interested in anything with regards to gaming... Oh, that's plenty. Uh, yeah. <laughs> on top of, so just sign in. Go, go on our YouTube channel and you'll see all we've done. You've seen, you'll see comments of people that have benefited and you'll see where we're going. Okay, thank you for that. Ada, one minute, please. <laughs> uh, well, I have a YouTube channel as well, which is basically ACO420. Uh, I do some, I mostly do live streams nowadays. Occasionally, I do some walkthroughs and some record, uh, pre recorded stuff with uh, commentaries on my gameplay. I'm always open to collaborating with people, and my ability of talking too much has also helped in my ability to write too much. So I tend to embarrass myself with some big companies. Sometimes it works, sometimes it does not. And I do have a side hustle, but right now I cannot say side hustle because it's still a side hustle. But if everything works, I might be more into the esports stuff, even as well. But all amen. I can say is that I, amen. <laughs> all I can say is that look, I can help contribute for stuff with uh, collaborating with you, and maybe shout at you to go get the shit done on time. That's what you can get from me. Okay, thank you very much for that. Uh, me personally, um, I'm the Afro Gamer. We report esports gaming and esports news and create content. And we have our website so if you're looking for news if you know what's what's, ha what, what's happening in different gaming communities you can always check out our website um the afrogamer.com we have this podcast that comes out um you know 
every week so you can either watch or you can listen and we always have interesting conversations that you know people can can catch up to and any anyone who is watching or listening um i believe everyone on this panel is very very approachable you can always find us out on twitter most especially you can send us a message um you know we're not going to give you 48 hours to respond we'll we'll most likely respond if we're busy at that time before the day ends you know i don't think anyone here is on a high horse that will be asking you how did you get or how did you you know everyone would respond so um we're willing to collaborate with anyone i'm i'm open if you have news content that you want us to put out you know we're just one click away go to twitter reach out to us we'll have a conversation and we'll put it out so um you know with that said i would like to thank everyone for watching everyone for tuning in and for those who listen to the podcast afterwards i you know thank you for your support and so on um let me also use this opportunity to let our viewers know and our panelists um the lagos esports forum in collaboration with the afro gamer is hosting um, a mobile game tournament this is not PUBG. this is not call of duty the target is for awareness so we're focusing on casual gamers so we have tournaments in ludo king on your mobile phone we have on niger watts and we have on eight ball pole if you want more information on that go to the afrogamer.com the event section you will see that tournament there go ahead and register we know people like money so they're going to be cash prizes they're also going to be gift prices so you know allow your mobile skills skills come out and you know with that um once again shayo ada will be um the nigerian nerd and adiyemi thank you very much for you know taking time out to speak with us because i know you could have been doing a lot in this time frame but thank you very very much and to our viewers <laughs> and listeners thank you and god bless <laughs> all right guys good night you can connect with us on twitter at the afro gamer underscore on instagram at the afro gamer facebook the official afro gamer thank you for listening to the afro gamer podcast see you next time